Good day, and welcome to episode 29 of the Aaron Wayne Podcast. Quick note before we start the intro, guys. Some of the audio is a bit wonky. I apologize in advance. I have been abusing my equipment on this trip, but the content is worth it, even with the buzzes. Hey, guys. It's episode 29 of the Aaron Wayne Podcast. On this episode, we explore what it's like to travel in a van together and how we can be a little bit more I gotta add a little bit just because I'm egotistical and she did a great intro and I wish that I could do a better intro, but she nailed it. This podcast is all about exploring what it's like to travel, what it's like to find childlike wonder, what it's like having a relationship as we go through these travels. I'm excited. Listen, here we go. Okay, we're rolling. I almost knocked the table over. So something I've realized over the last couple of days of traveling like this mm-hmm. is that I have no relationship with time and what we've been doing. Sometimes I don't even know what day it is. It's Wednesday. It's one, Today's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Got a podcast coming out tomorrow. Yeah, the goofiest podcast that we ever Sorry, did guys. came is going to come out tomorrow. Uh, right now, right meow, we are in Walnut Creek Shane. Canyon. Is it Walnut Creek? I think it's Walnut I Creek. I think it's just Walnut Canyon. And I'm gonna take the headphones off today. Whoa. Yeah. That's big. A minute. It's big. It's because there's a buzzing. I don't know if But will they hear the buzzing? You guys are definitely hearing a buzzing right now. Oh no. And I don't know how to fix it because I barely know what I'm doing. But I'm new. if you can just stick know. with us through this buzz. Um Lily's covered it in dirt. <laughs> She's so dusty. Like I pet, I gave her a pet this morning, and it's like static was sparking off of her back. She's really happy to be in the cool, though. She's so happy to be like out in wilderness. She She just loves it. She just loves being out and being able to like look around. So we're explore with her eyes. She loves to explore. So we're out in uh, east of Flagstaff, which is in Walnut Creek Canyon, and we got to see some really cool. Um, cliff dwellings. Cliff dwellings. Yeah, those were super neat. And I've still yet to understand the distinction between pueblos and cliff dwellings, but I learned today that the Spanish called well, a that, lot of the structures pueblos. Well, wouldn't a pueblo be like open, like it's all by itself? Like it's not in a cliff? I guess. Like a cliff but they called those pueblos too. No, they called them cliff dwellings. We call them, I don't know. I don't know. I need to talk to like a guide or someone who knows what they're talking about. Good idea. But the the pueblos like in Taos were closed, which was really. Sad. We went to drive past those. We wanted to go see really those. Wanted to go. And just see. Apparently, so the guy that it's we saw at a gift shop. Like people are living there. And they apparently they've been living there for eighteen hundred years. Is mm-hmm. what the guy at the like art shop told us. Tim. Tim. Your new friend. Shouts out to Tim. Go Tim. Go Tim. Go. So what's on our list? We got some notes. Okay, so like so we've been driving around and I realized from the last podcast, we just like, so I, when I do the podcast, I can just like jump in and start talking and my random thoughts in my head pop into my head. But when I'm doing, okay, when I've done podcasts with other people, like there's an agenda, right? So like I did a podcast with Logan. It was his hundred miler, right? Like we wanted to talk about that. Uh, I just did a podcast that posted 
on Memorial Day with Nicole, the studio owner of the yoga studio that I, and my colleague and she and I do the uh, yoga teacher trainings together. And like the agenda was we're going to talk about yoga and the yoga teacher training. But when you and I are doing a podcast, it's like I just thought from the last like the last podcast demonstrated to me that we actually have to have notes. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Good. We have to have things so to talk about. First note is bikes. Yo. So Katie learned how to bike at the ripe age of 30. Yeah. And dude, I remember. (laughs) So no, seriously though. I I remember thinking back to like freshman year of high school. I didn't know how to ride. And that hill uh, right by your parents' house. Oh yeah. I remember trying to take you down that hill. And I thought you. That's so scary. Could you imagine? I thought you were being like cute. Like, oh, I don't know how to ride a bike. No, I didn't know how to ride a bike. And then now is it like. So scary. And now like. So a couple of weeks ago, we were in Savannah with some good friends, and we went biking so through I the downtown. So I learned at like twenty eight, probably. Yeah. Like twenty seven, twenty six. Like yeah. when we started going to Shinkatig. Mm hmm. I learned. Oh yeah, so you did a fair amount of that there. But it's like. But that's all paved road. It's all paved it's all road. It's all designed for. And like I would always freak out. Mm-hmm. Like it's always been scary for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's paved trails. It's not even paved road. <laughs> yeah. Well, that one. The real sketch thing for you was always uh, cars. Cars. And how to handle because cars. Because I don't know how to move. Like I don't mm-hmm. know how to like move away from them you also don't know how to look away i cannot look away i cannot look away from what is in my path and i learned in savannah that i cannot duck oh yeah ran into a lot of trees because there were some low-hanging trees there were some low-hanging trees and i was like i don't know how to duck on a bike yet so i just let them hit me (laughs) 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 yeah well yeah, Madison, so you're Madison nailing it, though. Madison got to see it firsthand. You're, you're nailing it, though. Yeah, like, we went, like, mountain biking. I mean, we were... In a very... Oh, sorry, I'm loud again. No, 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 you're fine, you're fine. It's just this microphone... I think I might have... I've not been taking care of my equipment, and so, like, if you're watching this on YouTube, my camera, like, you can see, like, there's this white halo around the oh, video Lord. of the van. I've been I've been treating all of my, like, podcasting equipment like it's an iPhone. Yeah. Where, like, an iPhone, you can, like, drop it, and you can... Like it's just sturdier, but like You've I think that. You've also broken a lot of iPhones. I've also broken a fair amount of iPhones, and now the audio is too low. Too low. Yeah, I don't is know better? what to do. It's okay. Well, if you're listening to this podcast, like you know, you're not listening for the audio quality, but hopefully it's not too distracting. For dude, when we listen to that, so we listened to Ezra Klein and Obama in the car today, yes. and I thought. I didn't think the audio was that bad. I thought the but audio I also was terrible. You fell asleep immediately. Um, but. Hey, shouts out to you for cooking the dinners. I cook so many dinners. Shouts out to you for driving. Yeah, so it's like it's been... I cook all the dinners and watch It's been a redistribution of the domestic responsibilities, like traveling like this. Like I do all the driving and maintenance and like figuring out everything. I do inside of the van stuff. And you cook, cook, you dishes, yeah. I do the deep cleaning too. I make the bed almost every day. Sometimes you help. I don't like making the bed now that we have the bikes on the back. Bikes. The bikes. Speaking of bikes, you have learned how to bike, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm still Go ahead. Come like, here, girl. Lay down. It's not a leisure activity for me. Like, how, like I love to walk, and that's very leisurely for me, and I mm. understand, like, how people can see bikes that way, but it is not that way to me. I'm deathly afraid every time. You're still really gripped. Like, I'm very gripped. Yeah. I think it's just reps. I think you just need time. I think you just need time for it. <laughs> Layla's digging a hole. I'm repping. It's so dusty out here. It's like her really her, her fur has changed colors. Come here, lay down. Yeah, you just need you just need reps. You just need hours. You need time on the bike. And then like this is this this, this trail was, was perfect rep. because it's like it was 
slightly off road ish. Like you had to go over and some I rocks, had to you had to go through some berms. Up like hill is hard. Up a hill for a long period, like maybe half mile uphill. That was really hard, and we're at elevation, so like my breathing was labored. I every t- so we we have you traveled have the country. We have traveled the country four times. It's been a lot, yeah. And every time we find ourselves in elevation, I struggle with you it. You do really struggle. I with really elevation. struggle with it. You struggle with elevation. I think I might have some sort of like underlying undiagnosed heart condition. It really worries me that you might, and you do eat a lot of like fats. Excuse me? Veganase. Veganase. I eat a lot of veganase. All right, what's next on the notes? Okay, next on the notes. (laughs) Blue hole. Oh, we meant to talk about the blue hole because the last podcast that we recorded actually oh yeah we was, had just left we had just left the blue hole but we were like exhausted the blue hole yeah we were just so pooped and like i don't know we hadn't podcasted together and i didn't know what to a do a year and a half the camera was really weird i was so me. tired and i think like being in the van i didn't like being in the van. so right now we're recording the podcast if you're just listening Literally to the audio to this van. terrible audio we're outside the van and if you're watching the youtube video they're like this is we're outside this is the van this is a van. This is a outside where we're camping. There's no one near us, but some Someone dude. Tried to get near I don't know. They might still be over there. They're still can, over can there. Can they see Nash? I don't know. Oh, they're but they're farther away. Someone they're, rolled through the campsite, mm-hmm. and Nash was barking, and we were like, "No." Nash. In most situations, when we stop him barking, yeah, Nash is a Chihuahua. He barks at everything because he's full of fear right and full away. of anger. And usually, it's like, "Hey, buddy, it's okay. Like, stop." But. In this instance, we were like, we were like oh no, don't bark. Nash, don't bark. Nish. Like, because we were trying to, like, we wanted him to go. This is a huge national forest. Like, we just, we biked like three miles and there were yeah, so I many bi- spots. Yeah, I biked three miles. You don't need to be right next to us. I biked three Do you know miles, what I mean? Yeah. And you're Prius. Yeah, you're Prius. What were we talking about? Okay. Blue, blue hole. So, what do you think of the blue hole? It was crazy. It was really, really cold. Mm-hmm. It was like like I knew it was gonna be cold, mm-hmm. but it like it like affected you different differently. Mm-hmm. Like it was so cold that like immediately you're like I have to get out of here. Yeah, that I kind of like that shock though. I know you do, but I don't do a lot of like cold stuff. Like I really like baths, but mm-hmm. I never do like a cold bath or a cold shower. It's always like. Have you ever done a cold shower? No. Like, every now and then if I have, like, sunburn or something, I might turn it, like, lukewarm. Mm-hmm. But also we're getting extremely tan. I don't know if you can notice in the video. Oh, because we went to White Sands, which we're skipping on the notes, no, right? It's, uh, yeah. We're skipping to the end of the notes. Oh, but we no. went to White Sands yesterday. But before White Sands, what else made us so tan? Mm. I mean, we've been outside a I lot. I think we've just been outside a lot. Yeah. I don't think there was a... We've done a lot of hiking. Oh, and then when we went to... So we did... We're skipping ahead. This is so hard to keep track of all the we days. We did the blue hole. The blue hole. And then that was extremely freezing. Mm-hmm. What did you think about it? I uh, I was reminded how... I have this... I have the I have an emotional response to jumping from high spaces. Oh, yeah. Because you so did the higher jump. I did I the high did jump. So there's jump. And it's like 20 feet. It's nothing crazy. Maybe even 15 feet. But it didn't look that high. At it first. doesn't look that high, and then you're on it. And I don't know. I have, this, I have this strange history. I was trying to articulate it when we were talking at the Blue Hole, which is a, just a strange name. The Blue, the blue Hole's hole. in blue. Just like for context, a bl- the Blue Hole is an underground aquifer that's exposed to the air, and so it's very cold, very clean, very fresh, and it stays super cold. Around. And it's in New Mexico, so it's like in the desert, like middle of the desert. 
random cold hole. And it's super blue. And it's super blue. See right through it. And oh, and people use it for scuba diving. People because scuba because it's so deep. Because it's deep. It's like cavernous. And underneath. you can go under like the cavern. Yeah. Inside. Yes. Okay. And so it has these cliffs that you can jump off of. And I remember. I mean, I've. I, I remember. So there's two from my childhood. There's two or my my youth, like high school age. Mm-hmm. There are two instances of so. Do you remember outside of Strasburg? Did you ever yeah, go to that spot? I did go to that spot. Like so to any of the homies that called. like know us, um, outside of our hometown, there was a like a, a like rock a quarry, quarry that you could jump. Yeah. We called it the quarry, capital T, capital Q. Okay, no one was writing it down. <laughs> and you, it was, it felt like seventy feet, but like I don't know if that's actually I accurate. Never, it like, was super high, and it was terrifying. Every time. But then you find yourself in this situation where it's like bunch of bros going out there like hey man we're gonna jump off the quarry it's just like oh and then you just did it you were it's almost like a it was almost like yeah like i mean and when i did it when i'm in the water you like i'm like ooh, like i loved it i really enjoyed it but the the jump like Mowgli, yeah like he i remember there was a rope swing where we lived but he, like, on the Shenandoah. He's jumping stuff. He's, like, not afraid of Oh, yeah, he's been bungee he jumping off of Victoria Falls in Africa. I and, like, I, it's it's the jumping thing that really bothers me. And even jumping, actually, there's several, like, different opportunities. Yeah, it's interesting but here, you like he, roller coasters. I love roller coasters. And I hate roller coasters. You do hate roller coasters. But that's probably why you didn't jump from the high one. No, it's not, it's, like, not something I enjoy. I don't like. I don't enjoy it either. I don't like not being in control. So, yeah. like, I don't like skiing because I don't feel in control. I didn't like biking for so long because I didn't understand it well enough. I still don't I think you like biking. I, I think that I you don't. can. To be I think that you honest, can see. I, don't like I think it. that for you, I think that you can see how it's a beneficial skill to yeah, develop. I need to know how to do it. It's yeah. important to know how to do it. But I don't, I would never, like, if, if someone was like, what do you want to do today? I would never say bike. Let's go for a bike ride. I'd be like, no. <laughs> yeah. But I think over time you can develop that. I'm going to try. Next topic. To punctuate my point, okay, sorry. I feel like there is um, like a expectation of masculinity to do there daring is, things agree. like that, I and um, I feel, and also like I, not even it's not even masculinity. I think it's I think part of it is I'm here, so you don't want to lose. The and this is a cool thing. Yeah, I agree. And this is an exciting thing that people do, but I feel like that sometimes. I don't necessarily like I enjoy do it. it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when those guys, so like there's the ledge and then there was mm-hmm. like the ledge above the ledge. Yeah. Oh, and they did that. That was so crazy. That was so ridiculous. And people were doing like. They didn't need, and like crazy. Flippies. And I can, I can do flips. I can do gainers. I can do. What's a gainer? Well, it depends on who you ask. Cause like there's like a different lexicon for the word gainer. So like some people identify a gainer as a front flip with a 180 degree degree turn. So, like, you flip and then you turn back to face what you jumped off of. That's what I thought a gainer was. But I've heard other people say, like, a gainer is the same thing as a jackknife. Okay. And a jackknife is just, like, a belly flop, but you're holding onto one knee and you have one leg long. Oh. So, it's like it's like Pavana Muktasana in yoga. Mm-hmm, like, you're mm-hmm. landing in Pavana Muktasana. So, I don't know. What are we talking about? Next topic. Next topic. <laughs> Taos. What did you think of Taos? I really liked Taos. What did you like about Taos? I liked it a lot. Well, the first thing, so we got in there really late, and mm-hmm. we found a campsite, and they had lots of, like, opportunities to camp. It seemed like a very big, like, I think there were a lot of people who were living in their vans. Like, I don't think it was just people who were traveling in their vans. 
What made you think that, though? I just feel like there were a lot of... But you don't, don't you think that that is... Open but don't you think that that's just characteristic of camping out west and... That's true. And, so like, it open spaces? Travelers, but I think it might have been both. And that's great. Um, but we did see a lot of, like, van people, bus people. I have seen fewer vanners this year. I've seen a lot of schoolies this year. I've seen more schoolies. Schoolies, to me, seem like it could break down really easily. I wouldn't want to... I, I wouldn't want to... I also wouldn't want to drive it. It's too big. Well, I mean, I, I, saw, a, I saw a schoolie today that was roughly the same size as the Pro... The Pro we drive a ProMaster 3500 extended high roof. No big deal. No big deal. Um, but I saw a schoolie that was like, like the short ones. Yeah. You know what I mean? I saw that too. And that seems a little easier. I that was know. in front of the Planet Fitness. Shouts out to Planet Fitness. If you're traveling and you're traveling Fitness this way, get a Planet Fitness membership. It's the way to go. I go to Planet Bring Fitness like maybe 40 times a year. We're going to go tomorrow. And 20 of those times is to just like, yep. go take a shower, like hang out, use their Wi-Fi, maybe hit the waterbed. I never do the water. I don't know shower. why you never use the water. Why Why don't you use the well, waterbed? Now it's like you have to be a black card member and the guest can't do it. No. Yeah, remember last time you were like, no. can she get on the waterbed? And they were like, actually, she can't. That's despicable. But I'd be willing to try. I know people very seldomly ask me for my black card when I go for the. Well, we'll try. So Taos was really cool. We got there late, but we found like a super awesome campsite like on the river, which was really nice. It was like two nights cool, on that. Cool, as in like temperature wise. Oh, it was very. It was it was cold. It was like sixty degrees, which felt freezing. Yeah, and then the in the morning we found hot springs, which was super cool. Like I've been waiting to go to hot springs since last year. Since forever. Since forever, I've always wanted to go to natural. We hot wanted springs. to go to a bunch of hot springs last year, but we couldn't. Because, because you had an emergency <laughs> appendectomy, which I've talked about on like I don't know, probably like podcast number fifteen or so, like so ten episodes go. back. It was awful. So, like we would pass hot. I don't think a hot spring year. when you have like open abdominal. Yeah, well, you're not supposed to do wounds, any sort of water. I don't think that month. soaking in some sort of sulfuric yeah. bath so, is ideal. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so they tell you not even to take like bath bath. Yeah. So. I wanted to go and like we were passing hot springs like last year mm -hmm. and you were like we can't go anyways it's too much money like yeah I was trying to like I was trying to like make it it was like twenty dollars it's like yeah. it wasn't it wasn't like a hundred and forty dollars so, a person or something I was so excited like we found these like pretty private ones that we had to like hike into. had to hike in a little bit the road was closed which I think kind of turned a few people off also we went super early it was like 9 a.m. Yeah, because we didn't want to be hot in the hot springs and it might have been middle of the week i don't know if we talked about the hot no, springs in the last podcast we didn't because we hadn't been there yet oh really that would be see that's what i'm saying that like time is completely so, foreign to the me the hot springs were super cool and there was an area where you could like get into the river <laughs> mm -hmm. and like do a cold a plunge cold next to a hot plunge warm, yeah and it was it was really nice and then we went on like a walk i think that's part of when we got really tan because it was really sunny Mm -hmm. But then Taos was dope. What did we do after the hot springs? Oh, we went to the Earthship thing. That oh yeah, the Earthship. Like. We didn't even write that down. The Earthship was dope. So the Earthship is a sustainable. You know what I was thinking about when it comes to? Let me explain what the Earthship was, and then I'll tell you what like I wanted to share with you. 
so the Earthship is a sustainable living community designed by this guy, and it's all about using like water really effectively, using light really effectively, using like all of the natural resources that are available using in them. every climate, using those in an effective way, and like using so the tools of engineering being utilized synergistically with whatever resources are in an ava- like available in an area like that's the idea of an earthship so like they have them all over the world but you would have to do different things you would have to do different things different like so if you were to do uh, an earthship where we live like you don't have to reuse the water four times which is what they do they like they don't have any water they all their gray water which is like sink shower water they use healthy water no that's black water yeah. so great they they reuse all their gray water in their in their plants and then they take that back and out of there back out and they use that in their toilet mm-hmm. and then that comes out that goes into their black water Right. So point being, they're just it's it's just all about utilizing resources in the most effective way possible. And um, the thing I thought was interesting is after list, talking to Tim, Go, Tim about the Pueblos in Taos Shots and how they lay down, how they've been running for 1800 years mm-hmm. and then looking in Santa Fe, which we'll talk about in a second. It's coming. The structures and how they're. They're smooth. So different. They're they're so different. They're like the, so the architecture different. and the style. Like you go is so, into New Mexico and immediately you're like, oh, the buildings are different. A different place. Yeah, like, you said you said why don't their buildings come to points? Yeah, like none of their buildings. Come it's to all points. flat. They're all flat. But it's Even smart. Like the McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Like the Walmart. Like mm-hmm. it's interesting how they're all. Yeah, like even the yeah the corporate structures yeah. they're all like still in that Adobe structure. But here's the point I wanted to bring up about. The Earthship is we went and looked like at the other structures and they were cracked and they seem you remember we pointed that out yes 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 they were cracked they had some water erosion at the bases and that told me that they're not actually like reinvesting in sustaining their structures because you have to mud that mm-hmm. annually is yeah. what I learned from Tim yeah. our friend but the thing that we mostly noticed that on was the one where they were like trying new things. I think. Yeah, maybe the. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not passing judgment, but it was an observation. Like, if it's cracked, like, why haven't? Why have they not mudded well, it? Well, it's interesting what we learned about like the pueblos. Today is like they kept just fixing it. Like any, mm-hmm. they would just keep like adding more mud, adding more clay. Like they. Oh, would the keep, ones here they, at Walnut yeah, Creek. They were like continuously, which I'm assuming is what they do. Mm-hmm. To like the style of housing that they have because there has to be some sort of upkeep to those types of houses i mean there's upkeep to any type of house yeah it's super effective it's i mean and then you look around here like you look around where we're camping like there's so much dust and dirt and you can see the color of the earth all around the campsite here it's It's the same exact color of their buildings because they're making the buildings out of the local materials and house to see like I don't know the different, and we got to listen to that band. Remember the band? No. Outside of the breakfast place, I had the oh, most yeah. epic avocado toast. Like, I know oh. this is not like. No, this is interesting. Tell the people. It was so good. What'd you like about it? Okay, so first of all, the portion. It's a healthy portion. Well, it was twelve dollar I mean, avocado toast. <laughs> the portion, like two big slices. And then it had this, like, sauce. I forget what it was called. It was definitely pesto, even though you're not saying it's it pesto. It was not pesto. And I asked if it had dairy in it, and she said no. And it was not called pesto. It was called something different. It was pesto-like in nature. Mm-hmm. But it was not pesto. It was v- 
It was pesto. It was a New Mexican sauce. It was not an Italian sauce. Anyways, it was delicious. And then big, fat slices of avocado. (laughs) (laughs) Chunks, slices, (laughs) spreads. And then, like, this, like, fresh salad creams that were, like, tossed. Microgreens, organic microgreens, tossed in, like, this vinaigrette and then put on top. And then more, like, tiny microgreens on, like... If I had... Chef's kiss. If I had unlimited dollars, doll hairs, yes. I would live every aspect of my life exactly the same way. Except I would eat out so much more. Except I would eat high quality food like that. Like yeah, I would eat Avo out toast that costs twelve dollars and I'd buy a lot of outdoor gear. Oh, so much. I'd buy the gear. dopest outdoor so gear. Much outdoor. Like the best like, raincoat. All the time. The best like I'd have like clearance? No more. I don't need it fluffy slippers oh and i got my cool new bag and towels oh and you got that um and my necklace and you got the what you call it oh no that was santa fe oh your pashmina we'll get there so after towels we went to santa fe and we're gonna rush this because i need to tell you all about my pashmina. santa fe is santa fe was super cool i think towels was my favorite i think santa fe was your favorite santa fe was definitely my favorite and i love towels i don't know towels was just it had this really like crunchy yeah. vibe that i really liked and like towels was super comfort we met uh we met someone in santa fe at a coffee shop and she said people get murdered in towels which like i don't think so. what, what like, was the observation you made about people in their towns in this area well, okay, so the observation I made is, like, it seems like they're, like, Team Taos or mm-hmm. Team Santa Fe, and then, like, the other areas are, like, like, we talked to someone who was from from Albuquerque, and they were, like, I don't like Santa Fe. And we yeah. talked to someone who was in Santa Fe, and they were, like, don't go to Taos. Yeah. So it's, and, like, I, I really liked the community aspect of Taos. Like, we went to their farmer's market, and it's, mm-hmm. like, you could just see, like, the joy of people, like, being together. People were grooving. And they were, like, I think I saw the QAnon shaman on there. No, you didn't. I swear. No, you didn't. I swear. He was sitting crisscross applesauce. That's not true. And... I don't know. It's just good vibes. And, like, the coffee shop had music, and everyone was so friendly. Like The music at the coffee shop? That was what there. you were talking about a minute ago. Yeah. The music was legit. Like, everyone we talked to there, the people that we talked to in the hot springs were super nice. Mm-hmm. Um, the people at the coffee shop that we talked to, honestly, I think they would be our best friends. Like, I love Oh, yeah, them. that couple. She, she makes jewelry. She makes I jewelry. wish I had her That's in free thing people. to shout out. Her jewelry is in free people. I met someone, and I'm going to buy her jewelry, and it's at free poop people now. Like, that's how cool she her is. Jewelry's good. Yeah. Have you seen it? No. Did it's you good. see it? Yeah, Are I follow her. Buy me something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our anniversary is coming up. Our scoop anniversary. Our scoop anniversary is on July sixth. It's crazy. It's right around the corner. He's Where are we going to be on July sixth? Um, we are going to be in. We're going to be in town. Ta- Bend. We're going to be oh, in Bend, Bend, Oregon. Bend, Oregon. So Ryan, which is going to be a huge juxtaposition to Ryan, has to given this. us some great recommendations. But if anyone else has yeah, if you know anything about Bend, Oregon. Man, this audio is so jacked on your microphone. We might have to do a solo mic next podcast. That's okay. I'm willing to do that. I think it would be fine. I talk really loud anyways. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm having to make my voice smaller. Yeah. Okay, so from Taos, we went to Santa Fe, mm-hmm. and we went to this place called- Oh, we got the, Meow Wolf on the thing. Yeah. What was the place called that we went to in Santa Fe? The Something Dragon? Uh, the pink adobe was the like pink adobe the was the restaurant and then to, like the dragon lounge or something yeah it was it was really cute and like good margaritas we upgraded to unlimited data oh that was a big day for us just a huge deal we've been on 30 gigs of data that's for the last five years that's huge um because they kept charging us 
I know, and you just let it happen. So the pl- I don't know. I enjoyed the place, and I enjoyed being able to like sit somewhere and be in a structure, like the New Mexican like housing structures, like mm-hmm. what it looks like, the architecture. And, like, being able to enjoy that and see that there was a tree inside of the restaurant. We sat outside, but there was a tree inside of it. Which is really cool. really cool to see. Yeah, and then I got the dopest poncho ever. You did. So dope. Um, I should have worn it for the people. You should have worn it right now. I know. I'll get, well, next podcast. It's in a bin. Next, next podcast should be bin. wearing it. We have it. to take care of it. Um. But like it was keep hand- talking. I'm gonna reset this camera. It keep was talking. handmade, like handcrafted, and it's really beautiful. It's super long and warm. I was like, it, I mean, obviously, like it was handmade, so it was more expensive than pe- a piece of clothing that I would normally buy. But it was on the high, the half price rack. So I looked at it and I was like, Aaron, we'll just think about it. And if I'm still thinking about it, I'll come back and get it tomorrow. She she's pretending like she was very calm and cool and collected about I this. Was, you were. I, I, was, I was talking I to the was guy. I was talking to the guy. Really cool guy. Um, apparently, he uh, travels around. He has some communities somewhere in Asia. He wasn't yeah, specific like about it. Working with these co- he's working just... with small communities and families. And I mean, who would not want to support that? And I was talking to him, and you were like in the dressing room, like buzzing. Oh my god! I was buzzing. I was like, she really likes the the sweater. And then, uh, then you walked up to the counter, and we we're like, I'm only paying half price. I didn't say that. I said. <laughs> I didn't say that. He was ringing it up, and mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure he understood that it was half price. You didn't bring it up at the counter, I don't think. No, at the counter, I said it was on the half price rack. Because, like, the whole time I was like, it's half price. I have to get, like, this is awesome that it's half price. Like, we should get it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it was expensive. Like, full mm-hmm. price, we would not, like, no matter how much I was in love, we mm-hmm. would not have purchased it. So I was like, it's half price. And I just handed it to him. That's all I said. And he rang it up and he gave me half price. And then afterwards he was like, that was not half price. After the transaction. <laughs> yeah, like that transaction was But over. as we were walking around, like it felt, it looked really nice. It looked so It looked nice in the, in the store. It looked nice walking the streets. Like it was just a nice sweater. And then I was reflecting on it. I was thinking... Did we just con this guy out of this but money? But he had the opportunity. But to he say, had the power. He had the power he in this situation. Pa- I mean, because he could have just said it was not half price, and then I would have said like, "I have to kindly decline, good sir." Yeah, good sir. I have to kindly decline. Good sir, we we won't be purchasing this. This lovely. It's really nice. Show. You're gonna wear it next podcast. Yeah, I'll wear it next podcast. So this but podcast is gonna post on Monday, cool. and then where are we gonna be next week? When do you? Want we uh, we should do one from the Grand Canyon. We should do one with the yeah, view of the Grand Canyon. In the Grand, so we're going to Phoenix. And you can wear your pajamina. In the Grand Canyon. Swirling in the wind. Oh. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Do I have a booger in my nose? No. Well, there's one, but no one can see it. They can't see it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so after we talked about my favorite thing, it's time to talk about your favorite thing. Oh, Meow Wolf? Yes. It was so cool. So hold on. What are your thoughts on Meow Wolf? I know I, I've asked you this a couple times. I really liked it. Instead of it. describing it the way that you described it, can you just tell me what your experience was? Because you and I experienced it in, yeah, in fundamentally different ways. My experience going in was like, you were very like, I'm going to go from all of the places very quickly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so 
Should I tell them what? So basically, it's like it's this really. Cool I don't think anything we say could take away it. from you the just experience. Have to go. Yeah, you have to go. if they if you have a meow wolf in your, I know that Den- I was just talking to a friend that lives in Denver. Yeah, and Colorado, I was telling her, like, you guys got to go. Vegas. Vegas has one. Their grandma has one, one in they're, D.C. They're getting a lot is what the gentleman said mm-hmm. at the, like, opening gate. Um, but it's, like, this, like, crazy amount of art installations. I forget how many there are. Like I didn't get hundreds. the number. I know it, I know it was thousands of square feet. Yeah. and it's It was a building that looked like a warehouse you walk into, and they had a whole house. There's a house inside of the building, but there's also a mystery to solve. Mm-hmm. But, like, there are these different art installations within the house, and, like, you go from place to place. Even the house is a piece of art in yeah, of itself. I mean, there were— of a building. And they had, they had, like, proper art hanging up. And like, in the, like, in the hallway, in the— in the um, in the foyer, like not uh-huh. in the foyer, in the um, in the upstairs like railing oh, area, yeah. Uh, yeah, they had the art really of pretty, the two kids. Which I'm sure was from an artist, like a hundred percent. Like they made it, and they made it specifically for that. Yeah, you know, and it, and it was beautiful. Like when I first went in, I was like, okay, I'm I need to solve this mystery. Every detail of a normal house, and I had books, no idea everything. how crazy it was going to get. Mm-hmm. Like. In my mind, I was like, "There's gonna be really cool art. That'll be awesome." You thought like, it was like a like a what do they call those like murder mystery yeah, like dinner kind of like, thing? Yeah, like oh, we're gonna try and solve and I knew a crime. It would be beautiful art, mm-hmm. but I didn't think it would be as like as much of an experience. Mm-hmm. Like you are literally like you're like you're put into this new world, mm-hmm. and like I mean, overstimulated to the max. Now, are you are you referencing the house in that regard? No, I'm referencing like when you go out of the house, but you don't even know that you're going out of the house. That's the thing; it's mm-hmm. all the house. Mm-hmm. Like you kept coming up to me and saying, "Like, have you been out of the house?" And I was like, "Well, yeah, I went through the refrigerator," yeah. <laughs> which is like a thing you do. Yeah. Like you go through the refrigerator and you're into this other like area, which I guess would not be the house, mm-hmm. but like. I kept thinking, like, yeah, I've seen, like, the trap doors, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen, like, you go to different rooms. Little hideaway spots, yeah. But, like... But they were expansive. They yeah. weren't hideaway spots. It's got like to the point where, like, I didn't know when it was going to end. Like, yeah. So we had the experience of, like, kind of doing it on our own and then coming back together. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, why does he want to go off on his own? Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're supposed to solve this mystery. And honestly, like, like if, we could, if we could talk about relationship for a second, um, I was so drawn in by the expansive nature of the, so like, and I didn't I just want to give like, just expansive nature, just like a, like a helpful clue for people listening. It's a house inside of, so there's massive building. 10,000 square feet, five, whatever the number is, right? It's like a warehouse. Massive. It's a warehouse. Inside of it, you walk through, and it's like, you know, you get greeted, punch your ticket, you walk through a door, and then you're in like a dark space, and you see a house, and then you walk into that house. Like a house that you would see in like a suburb. It looks like you're walking up to a house. Normal suburban household. And then you can go in the house, and then inside the house, there are all these little, like, it's what you would expect from like, it's trap doors. You pull mm-hmm. on a coat hanger or a, 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 a coat oh. hook and you go into this like crawl space yeah. that blows up into this into massive, like another... beautiful, like transcendent, yeah. colorful, beautiful, 
you know, but, there's like, a forest a closet, inside of it, so, like, but you're walking you through a closet. So it's like this juxtaposition and, like, some of people wouldn't even think to keep walking through the closet because yeah. like I'm going through it alone. And I'm like, I hope like there are certain things like you go through these like black, like car wash vinyl looking mm-hmm. things and everything is black and you have no idea what you're going to go into. Mm-hmm. But it's like foggy and there's like. And then you get into yeah, it. And like, then it's. And then they had these like string instruments that you could play that were done with light. And so coming back to the point that I was trying to make. So, like, yeah, I, you and I are not capable of I linguistically no articulating what drag. Meow Wolf is, yeah. but it's just an insane experience. And coming back to the, the conversation about like yeah. your experience versus my experience and the like relationship like the third level thing of like what our relationship is that both of us are trying to interface with Uh in a way that makes it so that the relationship functions i knew that you wanted to solve the mystery but also but what i want line you said Mm -hmm. we're going to solve the mystery well because that's the competitive nature so i was like okay well i guess we're solving the mystery like i needed my gold star but but don't you think that you are more inclined to solve the mystery yes i think i'm more inclined to like want to know the story and like but it got Whereas me. I want I want to You just like kept going and you that's very much your nature. Like mm-hmm. you were like, Okay, there's a door that leads here, so where do all the other doors lead me? Mm-hmm. Where I knew like eventually I'll get to all of the other doors, but I didn't understand what all of the doors were because mm-hmm. like you had seen it mm-hmm. and I didn't know how crazy it was going to get oh, man. until I was like in it. Mm-hmm. And then like the mystery just kind of was like gone. Because you're in this whole like it's crazy. it's crazy. <laughs> I well, we we won't be able to explain it, and that's okay. And I think that's I think that that's what um, any sort of like transcendent experience is about. Is it's ineffable. It's not. You're not. You can't articulate it. And you know, shouts out to these artists. Shouts out for the whoever funded it, whoever put the time in to build it, because every corner, like everything had a every every tiny little nook, like every detail had some sort of purpose that was articulated through this narrative which you were working the to mystery, undercover which i didn't undercover guys or uncover say. you were trying uncover, to figure out yeah. um and it was just it was i mean we spent three hours there like at least like three and a half three right? and a half prob- I, I mean we spent a very long i like, lost track of time yeah we ended up sleeping in a walmart that night because we couldn't, no, like, we yeah, had a, we had a campground. Which brings us to our next point. I don't want to leave, like, yeah, we stayed at a Walmart. There was a detention center right around, like, the corner. Blah, Not blah, right blah. around the corner, right across the street. Yeah, I could hit it with a baseball. But I'm really good at throwing baseballs. Yeah, but we went to sleep, and I was like, I knew. I knew. You sensed I said, it. I sensed it. I was like, You know what I've learned on this trip? Yes. Is you have intense intuition. I have great intuition. Your intuition is just like I know right so away. strong. Like when we were going to stay in Oklahoma, we were going to stay at that creepy lake spot. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is bad vibes. But also like that was kind of easy to see that it was bad vibes. There was like some weird stuff. It was easy for you. I would have just like. Yeah, you were like, well, this is where we are. Well, like, we don't know how it would have. This is not where we're at. We could have very easily had a lovely night. I would have not hung out. No. Maybe. On the river. Anywho, we got to this Walmart, and it was not like a nice wall. Like, that community was really nice. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this is great. So we parked, and I was like, is that a jail across the street from us? Mm-hmm. And you were like, no, it's fine. It definitely wasn't to my eye until I started walking the dogs. Like, I took yeah. the dogs out to walk. And so, like, when we were pulling up. So at night you knew it was? Yeah. Oh, my. Well, what am I going to do? Like Turn it around or at least go to the other side of the Walmart. Yeah. 
Can we talk about Meow Wolf again? We're going back. Okay, we're going to run out of time, though. No, we'll be fine. You said it needed to be a a tight 30. It's not going to be 30. We're already at 38. That's why I had to reset the camera. Meow Wolf. I feel like you would talk about Meow Wolf forever. I could talk about it forever. And I don't want to ruin it for people if they go. No, I don't think that I, I don't think that we can. I don't think that you and I are capable yeah, of articulating what it is. Because the We people, heard of that guy in line in front of us? Yeah. Did you overhear oh, that he conversation? Had gone multiple times. He had gone multiple he had times. He said every time I come, I find like new things to discover, which I could totally see. Because even leaving like three hours in, we were in the car and you were like, Do you think we saw everything? And I was like, I'm, I'm pretty sure we saw everything. Like, I don't think we could have. Yeah, but even like changing I don't think... the position, like you see things and then we would like lay down to try to look at things yeah. and you would see different things. I think that, I think what I really appreciated about that was that it reinstilled in me. People say this about kids when they have kids. Like you look at a kid, you know, we were at, we were at White Sands the other day and we saw this little girl sledding down the White Sands and then we just talked to this kid for like 20 or 30 minutes, like, and what was she, She six or seven years old? She was like, we started at the nighttime and we drove through the nighttime. And just like hearing the way their experience is, I don't know, it will be really cool to see, like, I'm so excited that I got to see the world through like my eyes Yeah. and I have that forever, which is beautiful and mm-hmm. wonderful. And it will be a completely different experience to see things through their eyes. Cause like when we went to White Sands, like we did the hardest hike they had there <laughs> Yeah. and it, I almost died. <laughs> We all almost died. We all almost, the whole squad almost died. Nash kept rutting his face around okay, the so sand. Okay, so Nash got carried. Are we at White Sands? I think we're pretty much It doesn't matter. We, well, we have the notes. We can so, just like talk to each other. We went to White Sands after Santa Fe, and it was like I've been wanting to go to White Sands since our last trip. Like it was on my list. We were supposed to go, and, and then, then you had an appendectomy. Um, so that happened, and you were like, we have to get out of the desert. Like, you were like, we need to get out of the desert right now. Last year? Yeah. So last year, well, you, like, drove us. <laughs> well, the thing was, is, like, I think I think that, you I think I got, switch. I think I got three desert days in me. Yeah. I mean, if really, you only have, like, three desert, yeah. Because you, I mean. And for me. You're cooking, like, and it's harder for you. <laughs> like, what do you mean? The heat is harder for you. What is that supposed to mean? It's just harder for you. Just don't handle it as well. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think I handle the heat as well? No, not nearly as well. In what way? Because you like freak out. You're like, it's so hot. I'm dying. <laughs> you like can't handle it. Whereas like I'm like, yeah, it's hot. Like less clothes, buddy. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Shade. I don't know. Maybe I I mean I run hot. You run real hot. And I, I think it's I think it's less about the daytime and more about the nighttime. Yeah. Like I have to, I have to, I cannot sleep if it's 85 degrees. I'll just take the covers off of me and I'm fine. No. And then I still wake up in the night and put covers on. No, I'm sweating the whole night. So White Sands was super, luckily we had. Are we done with Meow Wolf? Yes. Really? It's great. It's awesome. You should go. So. I think, so just to, can I finish my point? Wrap up Meow Okay. I think that any experience that you can engage in that allows you to reinvigorate the childlike wonder yes, I agree. I agree. that is natural and innate to the human experience that our society is consistently like 
trying to take it boxing us into like no you're supposed to live this way you're supposed to do this you're supposed to do this if you can find any sort of experience like like a friend of ours just ran 100 miles i'm sure that she had a experience within that where it was like oh i just feel silly do you know what i mean yeah and i think some people like i feel silly almost every day like you're a silly lady and that's what i love about you like where i feel silly like almost every day i feel very childlike and i work you teach first graders and it's like that's my favorite thing like yeah no matter what like they love like the silly the silliness christ said be be like the children and it's wonderful to be but i think some people like they don't have that as deeply like ingrained in them and that's what's important about an experience yeah, like, like it, going to see art going to see a play listening to a uh, going to a band a going to an art going exhibit outside. yeah being outside and going when we outside. were and being outside a hundred percent being outside because then you look around you're like what's that look at this tree like you guys can't like, see this you if you're watching that? youtube we do that all the time we're like we'll be walking and we're like what's that did you hear that <laughs> <laughs> I just th- I think that um, I think that any sort of transcendent experience that you can engage in that allows you to experience childlike wonder is beneficial in the long run. I totally. Do. Okay, so what were you talking about? Si- White. Oh, that was oh my boy. that was my punchline. Okay, I think I can remember. So after Santa Fe, we drove to Albuquerque, mm-hmm. and we went to the petroglyphs, and it was excruciating wicked hot, hot. Like, wicked hot we had made the mistake of like it took us a lot we were like we made it point one miles and layla was like what like it was like her well, hands the sand feet was were on too coals. Hot, and we didn't think about it no and then we realized the sand was too hot so we like immediately took her back mm-hmm. and nash like we and the van just for the record i i feel like i don't think that people understand like it's like, not a car so i was doing a, a meeting today i had a work meeting for yoga mm-hmm. and i was in there for an hour hour and a half yeah and you and the dogs we just hung out in the were van. in the van it's a house it's a house we have two air max and you were just sitting there yeah. and like having some fruit and just yeah, chilling reading a book yeah. and doing your thing so there I just, are two I, air max fans which are basically like a small step below an air conditioner it's like, a step below an air it's not air conditioning but it's like it keeps things cool it, yeah like at most at most when it's like it, it, it the highest it'll get in there is like 80 some degrees like 82 83 80, yeah. which is like super manageable for all parties involved all parties involved yeah and i just want to put like a big sticker on the side of my van like hey leave my dogs alone yeah. Like they're comfortable they're fine which like luckily the I chihuahua think- is on a queen size mattress and the 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 collie is just laying on her bed chilling and doing with a fan point like i just can't articulate so many fans like pointed like and but every time we leave the van i'm sketched that someone's not going to understand that concept think that they're like yeah i mean we live in this thing like we we are moving and living and i know what this is and i just i want to i want to put like a sticker that says hey the dogs are fine this isn't like putting your dog in your like your sedan this isn't like oh putting God, a dog no. in your your you know like your and we have a minivan curtain that we put up so it like what were we talking about this no, isn't the punchline no this isn't what were we talking about so we went to the petroglyphs and it was way too hot and we realized immediately like layla can't be out here so she went back in the van mm-hmm. and we backpacked nash so yes. i have a doggy bag little puppy bag. puppy bag if you um, look at my instagram aaron went at aaron when yoga on instagram i have some pictures of Layla, or excuse me, uh, Nash and Katie. I'm not carrying Layla. <laughs> no. God, no. I carried Layla for a little bit. You did. In the white, sands, white sands. Because she was getting hot, and she wasn't overheating, but it was, it like, it was warm. prophylactic. Like, I was I was trying to get ahead we of it. just trying to get out of there. 
and I, she was hot. So we realized that, but she wasn't overheating. And so I picked her up and I carried her for a while. In sand dunes. We realized that the petroglyphs were too hot for the time of day that we went. So we left and we got vegan froyo. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Best decision of my life. Which is lovely. And then we realized, okay, we really want to go to the White Sands, but we have to make sure that we get there early. Yeah. So we drove through the night and we stayed at this really, like, sketchy thing. Is that the Walmart? No, the camp spot that we had to drive and you had to move the adult diaper. Oh, yeah. So I think that if you're camping. Don't go at night. If you show up to camp everything looks at, night, at night, you're going to be sketched out every 110% time. 110% everything looks scary. Like I'm looking at around night. at the campsite right it's now. It's beautiful. It's beautiful because I know where everything is. But if we were to pull up to this in the middle of the night, it would be a little sketchy. And we would we probably just stay in the van the whole time. a little sketchy. Like, the town wasn't sketchy. The town was very like impoverished. So not to say that it was sketchy, but like it was, imp- it was a very impoverished community. Something I wanted to talk about was what it's like to see the country and what it means in a deeper level about what the American condition is about. Yeah, because I think we only just see, like, what's next door to us. We're middle-class, college-educated like, white people that live in a college town. But what's you know what interesting I mean? is I feel like we get used to, like, what our poverty looks like, mm-hmm. but we are not used to, like, what does poverty look like in the desert when mm-hmm. they have to get water and mm-hmm. they don't have water? Mm-hmm. Like, it's completely different, but similar. Like, what do you mean by that? Like, the poverty, I don't know how to say it. Like, both communities are impoverished, mm-hmm. but like, one community is handling their poverty in a different way because they have different struggles. Mm -hmm. Like they have different things that they have to contend with. It's just like, why does it, I mean, in a way I understand like the country is very big. Mm -hmm. So there are places where like there aren't things that are developed. Like Mm -hmm. we went through miles and miles of like nothing. Oh, hundreds of miles. Like nothing. And then you would stumble upon a very small community that mm-hmm. was in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Like, you have no idea how they're getting their groceries. Like, in the desert, how are they getting water? Like, they don't have water. You'll see all these, like, water stations mm-hmm. where it's, like, drive up water and ice. Yeah. You, all, so they you only see that water. out west. You only see that out west. Not at the coast, but, like, out, like, in the southwest in the desert in the desert yeah like they're like in, before you get to you the rockies think, like how i mean obviously like they've adapted to like what their climate is like i don't know they definitely have they, they definitely have different skill sets but i don't know i don't know what i'm scratching at with this idea but what i'm thinking about is What I'm thinking about is what does it mean to be an American? And not like in the patriotic, like, we salute the flag kind of thing, but, like, we're all living in this country that is biodiverse. Like, you look around, like, the, the space we're the in right now is fundamentally different than Appalachia. Really. Yeah. And we're all still operating under the same economy. Yeah, and why is it—in in no way is it fair— that like 
there are people living in mansions mm-hmm. or there are people who can drive in a van for two months yeah. during the summer. Yeah, driving a And then a there are night, people yeah. who don't know how they're getting their water. They don't know how they're getting water, yeah. Like, that's not fair or just or equal and, like, how do we make it so? You know what I've seen less of this year? And maybe it's the, like, the route we've chosen. Mm-hmm. I've seen fewer, like under the bridge encampments well we're also not going through a lot of cities yeah so i think i think we'll probably see that in california some you if think? we go through cities i mean it's it, it's going through cities that's what it is mm-hmm. i don't know it's it's so it's it's silly like how do we like how how do we make sure everyone has their their basic needs met like how do we make sure that everyone has their basic? It needs? seems like such a well. How do you like how do you meet thing, the? But obviously, it's not simple. But so, I I think that people that live in under bridge encampments mm-hmm. aren't struggling for water. That's true. Whereas, a couple of the towns we we've driven through. How do they get water? You look at you look at. How do they get water? But then they have like actual. They have buildings. They have structures. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. people are living over here. They're mm-hmm. living over there. Mm-hmm. But then they're just sitting on porches waiting for, like, we haven't stopped at any of these. No. Like, random antiques, quote, quote. Yeah. We haven't stopped at any of these places. But is, like, that what they're waiting for? Like. Is that what sustains them? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. We need to read some of the books of people who've traveled. Yeah. Like, Like we need to read, I need to reread Kerouac on the Road. Yeah. We need to have, like, a deeper understanding. Like, we just keep doing this. We keep, like, traveling these spaces and talking about these things and thinking about these things. about, like, the communities that I'm going through and, like, how I can help those communities, but not, yeah. I want to understand it. Yeah. I want like, under- to understand, understand like. Like, w- because in a way, I think I understand, like, where we live. Mm-hmm. There are impoverished communities, mm-hmm. but like, I understand. Like, I mean, we've the taught country, kids that are homeless. You know what I mean? Like, I think I understand like the country living at like that like is rural close living. to home to me. Yeah, because like my grandpa was a coal miner, and yeah. like they lived in a hauler, and mm-hmm. like I understand like they were good, like they enjoyed their lives, like mm-hmm. they didn't. They didn't have much, but, but they're they, living in a resource-rich area. And not like, only that like seems different than here. Like it's yeah. not like there's no water. There's no water. There's no water. <laughs> <laughs> like our water tank is at like a third of its capacity, and like I'm gonna have to we search have to hope we can find how to fill up our. Yeah. And also, I was thinking about because like uh, California just yeah. set like the like they're setting records for droughts. And it's they just, had massive wildfires. Wild fi- like we went through a pl- like we had to change one of the national parks that we were going to because they were having a wildfire. And then on top of that, we had to change the national park that we were going oh. to because the cartel had threatened what some you campers. Assume is the cartel? You're not sure. It didn't say that. You're right. You're right. It didn't say that. You're right. I'm I'm making an assumption. I th- I don't think it's a unrealistic assumption. I agree, yeah. But the app we use, people reported that they were I mean, threatened they by gunfire so at a campground. And when when we say campground, it's basically like this campground. It's like the it's, middle it's of very like it's... rough, random spot in the woods. And I think perhaps that's what made me a little nervous. And then you when see, we were you see, outside of White Sands, it like 
colored that experience in a way for yeah. me because I was like, oh my gosh, there are people that get they're getting everywhere. shot at. They're and they everywhere. came in at night and then there were coyotes. We heard coyotes like 30, 50 yeah, meters. Yeah, Aaron's like walking the dogs and I'm cooking dinner and it's late. It's like 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how is it out there? And he was like, I'll tell you when I get back. <laughs> Well, the dogs had to go to the bathroom. It was just and a long drive. And then he drive. like jumped the dogs in, and he was like, "There are coyotes out there." Yeah. Yeah, but we got to see the white sands, which was great. Like that was our our mission. White sands was amazing. It was amazing. It was like once in a lifetime experience. Like I've never done anything like that before. We went on a hike. We had the dogs because, in my mind, I was thinking like a hike is like we're going through paved areas. Mm-hmm. This was not that. Yeah, and they were if like, you've ever, fr- this trail is dog friendly. <laughs> if you've ever carried a cooler or a chair a couple hundred meters on a beach to find a private just spot. Just know we're prepared. We did five miles on that. Five miles. <laughs> and increasingly it was getting hotter. Luckily the sand was very cool. The because, sand was very cool. Like cold because the sand like holds moisture in a different way. Do you remember the mineral I was trying to tell somebody on It's like celionite, right? Is the, it becomes selenite, but it's... Or is it selenite or is it selenite? I don't know. I think it might be two different things. Oh, really? I thi- Possibly. I need to look into it. Well, they're both, like, clear white. Yeah. I think it might be selenite. I think selenite is with an E-A. Okay. But I'm not positive. I mean, it was beautiful, awesome, amazing. I had to carry Nation in the backpack the entire time. Mm-hmm. So he was in his doggy backpack or being held by Aaron mm-hmm. the entire time because he was so low to the ground that he didn't like the sand. Mm-hmm. Not because it was a it, very fine sand. Not because it was too hot. Like, not because he didn't want to walk. But also he kept snarfing. Yeah, his and he, he didn't understand. So sand. we just carried him in the backpack the entire way. So I did. I was basically lifting 11 pounds while doing that as well yeah you were like doing it with a weighted vest like a crossfitter yeah so i'm just i'm just getting ready for kids that's that's what i was telling myself the entire time i was too like holding and then you held him like we would trade (laughs) (laughs) so but it was beautiful we had a friend who hiked with us to keep safe oh yeah he emailed me his name he did yeah he emailed me i emailed him back yeah, he was really sweet. He was really. We nice. started the hike, and the dogs hated him. And, and he was he a couple steps going step, like he, randomly the wrong way. Yeah. And then he started following us, and he was like, "We stopped to give the dogs like water or to put Nish in the bag, like Something. very close to the beginning of the yeah. trail." And he was like, "Can I hike with you guys?" Yeah. <laughs> Which was smart because like there, when I say trail, there is no trail. No, they have if you, you're well, walking on dunes. Yeah, so there's I mean, markers. If you've ever been in a wilderness area. They typically will do, or even on the AT, if you're on, if you've been on the Appalachian Trail, it's like you can see one marker, and then the trail is mildly ambiguous. But you. Can, but then you look for the next marker, and then you go for it, and then this. But then spot, there's trail. Like, but, the, but yeah, there's trail. Trail. There's trail. Intermittently, there is mm-hmm. mostly trail. But the thing about the dunes there is that trail. wind swept through, so the trail, unless some. There were certain spots where it was like, oh, people have walked up this yeah. way. But then there were a lot of spots where it was like, I have no Especially idea where to go. Especially because it was early. Like, mm-hmm. and thank God we had the petroglyph experience because, like, the petroglyphs, like, they were cool, but I wasn't that. And, like, we've seen petroglyphs, like, up close in actual. Petroglyphs like, are good to see once. Yeah. And then the rest of them but look the same. But these were, like, super far away. But 
we had that experience and we realized like, okay, if we want to do something, we have to be out super early, mm -hmm. especially like if we want to take the dogs with us in any way. Mm -hmm. It just made it noise. The camera just shut off. Oh. It's okay. So White Sands was great. I mean, it is in the middle of nowhere. Oh, we had to go an hour and a half out of the way. I mean, and an yeah, hour and a half back. I mean, it was so far away. So, but if you can go, I highly recommend it. And it's worth a it. Sled, you can like. When you can I, legit sled. You can legit sled, and like you don't have to buy one of their sleds. So like, if you have a sled, just bring it with you. Did you see the guy hawking sleds out the front? I did. And he's like, we just bought four sleds. I know, because they're like fifteen dollars at the gift shop. Are they really? Mm -hmm. Luckily, we met our new friend. This. Mm -hmm adorable little first grade girl and i knew she was in first grade immediately because she was like we were like you're from virginia we're from virginia too and then she proceeded to give me directions on how to get to her she's house. like if you go past the blue house <laughs> which like, I'm, like okay so i was like what grade are you in and i immediately knew she was in first grade but she let us borrow her sled mm -hmm. so we got to like go down i punked her out of it a little bit aaron punked her out hardcore like we had just met her we hadn't even really made friends yet i was like can, like, I, use your can sled? I use your sled <laughs> But she was excited to share. She was. She and was so, like, that's sort of the test of a kid. Like, do they want to share? And are they, like, willing to chat? I don't know. Yeah. She was very, like... She was very chatty. Yeah, very sociable. she was super social, which was awesome. But we both got to go down, which is, like, all we really wanted was to go just down. Just give me like, one. One, cause, especially because we had just hiked five miles. And, we and like, dying. they're not easy to hike up. Oh, my gosh. It's not like hiking yeah, up Yeah, I just wanted to go down. Luckily, they were done, and I just, like, handed the dad my sled, and I was like, I'm dying. Yeah, nobody's going back up. <laughs> yeah. But that was awesome. And that was yesterday. That was yesterday. That's the thing. That's what I started this podcast talking about. That was yesterday. Time is so... It's so crazy. And then we drove into Arizona, got out of the desert, out of the heat, and we camped somewhere beautiful, realized you had oh, to yeah. have your meeting, so we left quickly. Yeah. And then we went to Walnut Canyon and saw all of the cool cave dwelling. One of the reasons I'm grateful that we're podcasting is because I'll be able to look back and listen back. And so like my brain, I'm good at some things and other things I'm really bad at. And I'm really bad at remembering the events of my life. Which I'm really bad at remembering like history and like mm -hmm. facts like that. So we help each other out. hundred <laughs> percent. So it's a super like complimentary relationship, but I'm grateful that, and I started the last podcast out yeah, you know that about you. I was like, I'm, I'm grateful we're doing this because I mean, it's... we have multiple calendars. Like, we have a calendar that tells us where we're supposed to go each day. Yeah. And then we have a calendar that's in the van that, like, I write down what we actually did so we mm -hmm. can remember, like, where we were and what we were doing. That's helpful. So that helps. And, like, journaling is really journaling is much harder when you're it's, having an experience you're like so this tired because you're by the time you go to bed you're exhausted yeah so every week or so i'll like just jot down like quick notes of what we did so that when we get home i can like deep journal about it and go back into your memory yeah but this will be great too i think this will be invaluable all right so i'm glad we're doing it i'm excited about it too i've got to go make tofu rice wraps so this is gonna post on monday okay next one's gonna post on thursday okay so this one posts on monday we'll be in grand canyon on monday we're gonna be in grand canyon on monday so we should record it at the grand canyon yeah like heat of the day big sunshine big sunshine oh did this just fucking did oh 
I'm not supposed to cuss on the podcast. Do you think you're on the podcast? I don't know. Whew. No, it's still recording. Okay. Hey, sorry I cussed. Just take it out. <gasps> no, I'm going to keep it. No, he's going to take it out. No, I'm going to keep it. Oh, my God. Katie. Aaron. I love you. I love you, too. Are you going to make some rice wraps? I'm going to make rice wraps. You're, you... I've said this to you in the cab of the van. I've said this to you in tents. I've said this to you on the top of mountains. I've said this to what you. What are you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're my best friend. Oh, you're my best friend, too. You really are my best friend. Yeah, I like I couldn't, being around I, you. I couldn't do this with anybody else. Even, like, if I wake up grumpy, I'm like, oh, like we'll get over it. Them. Yeah. We'll, the we'll other day I said, you don't like me right now. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, because I know you eventually will. Yeah. Nash wants water. You're my best friend too, babe. <gasps> but you know Nash is my best friend. Come on. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. I know I said it in the podcast, but I'm super grateful that we're doing this because it's going to be a good record for us as well as for people that are just looking to soak in some good vibes because that's what we're trying to share so if you want to follow along my instagram is at aaron wayne yoga website is aaronwayneyoga.com shoot me an email if you email who emails actually a lot of people that we've been traveling with have been asking for my email like i've been meeting a lot of people on the road so i don't know shoot me an email hello at aaronwayneyoga.com we're posting these mondays and thursdays for the entirety of this trip and katie's on board right katie there it is. If you heard her, she woohooed in the back. So catch you guys on the next one.